Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Previously on Gresh and Fourier. While two different people, one in the 508 and one in the 413, said the ultralight aircraft is what John Denver was flying whenever. Was it really? He... I know James Cameron did not discover the Titanic know, yeah. knucklehead. <laughs> oh my God. This is what this is why this is why Courtney doesn't read the text stream. Because this uh, is why people react and all yeah. that stuff. Oh, oh no, no, that was no. A, no, that was an experimental plane. This is Gresh and Fourier. Each and every night, teams is, you know, they got the Celtic circle on their schedule. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an honor in that, but there's also a humility in that and a respect level in that, that we got to come and put our best foot forward every single night. Can't come lollygagging through the game. Andy Gresh. I mean, obviously, um, it's been a little bit of a struggle. Um, so, uh, Everybody was just telling me, like, stay confident, keep shooting. Um, and they were just trusting me, and so um, it's good to reward that trust. You know, sometimes that just do not go your way. And, you know, we've all been there. But, you know, it's just good to know that we've all been there. And it's like, yo, you know, just keep shooting. Christian Fourier. After the first season, and I saw that it, what, that it was really good for Mac, and I saw that this coach was leaving and whatever, I advised Mac and his agent to go and ask for a trade. I just said, hey, I just think it would be better for you and the Patriots if they trade you. Gresh and Fourier right now. Fourier committing a uh, finger crime oh, already. Geez. On WEEI. There we go on a Tuesday. Celtics, god dang. Making it interesting last night in many respects for no reason. We actually, Fourier, got to see good Zion Williamson last night for the Pelicans, but uh, Celtics had plenty to be able to uh, overcome New Orleans. 118-112 last night, and uh, they'll make it easy on themselves. And I got to say, some of the comments from Joe Mazzulla that we will get to were, uh, were very interesting after last night's game. Uh, is there a chance, Fourier, that... Uh-oh, what? That the Celtics have been uh, spending too much time smelling their own farts as to uh, how good they are. Yeah, I would like to think that uh, if you heard the the quick little uh, quote right there uh, by Jason Tatum about, like, the, they will always have a target on their back. They're the number one team, the best team in the NBA. Uh, they have a great home record. Um, they have a great overall record. So, of course, teams that are struggling, teams that are in the middle of the pack are going to try to so- somehow 
test themselves. Hey, if you can beat the Celtics and you can keep up with the Celtics, especially in their environment and their home, uh, their home stadium, I mean, that's, that's showing what your next level could be. It is interesting that Zion Williamson after the game was kind of talking about like the juice of playing in Boston, whereas, yeah. you know, normally it's uh, what Clay Thompson afterwards being like, oh, those Boston fans yeah. said naughty words. Yeah. yeah. What a great example you are. Yeah. Oh, I play with a guy that punches people in the face. Yeah. I, I think it means something. I still think it means something to beat the Celtics in Boston. Yeah, damn uh, and, right. and now, and, and now maybe, and I I think it was even a thing when they weren't very good, but they haven't been, you know, bad in a, in a long time. But now even more so. So you get, you get, I look at it as this way. We get to go to Boston and play against the Celtics. It's sold out. The crowd's always into it. The team is really good. They got a ton of great players. This is a test. This is the test. Agreed. So for the Pelicans, like they were passing the test until they ran out of gas, until they couldn't, and th- until they 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 couldn't like you know make as many shots as they were, especially in the first quarter where they couldn't miss. And then they, and then the, 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 next thing you know the Celtics woke up, and that's what good teams do. So you give them credit. You know, and then the Pelicans, they sit there and go, well, you know, we did our best, but, you know, and then the Pelicans, they say give them credit for, you know, being great again. So, I, I mean, to me, it still means something, especially like, you know, you mentioned the Warriors, those knuckleheads. Well, God. Well, uh, last night was the fifth time this season the Celtics have overcome a double-digit di- double deficit to win at home. How about that, at home? But what is the common denominator? They were down 17 last night. They were down 21 to Detroit. They were down 15 to Cleveland. They were down 13 to Miami and down 10 to Orlando. And I say, what is the consistent? Because with those teams, Cleveland's going to be a playoff team. Miami has always been tough, but they're just kind of Mets and Mets right now. Uh, Detroit stinks. Orlando is not very good. And this was curious after the game. Joe Mazzulla talking about entitlement and maybe his team does need a bit of a wake-up call. I just hope it happens 10, 12 more times so we can get rid of the entitlement that we're always supposed to be winning. So I hope we have to blow leads. I hope all that happens. I really do. And so, like, that's what I think. I think it's just, like, at times we're just supposed to be winning all the time. And it's just not the case. So we have to stay the course. Sometimes you can be losing because you're playing good basketball. It's just not the, the result isn't being achieved. And, like, you could be losing because you suck. Uh, I thought we sucked in the first quarter. I thought we were losing because uh, the result in the second quarter. There's a difference there. Like, And so we just have to continue to play. It's really important. Have you come around on Missoula, especially after hearing stuff like that? Like, very different last year to this year. Yeah, I'm, I, I have a soft spot for uh, Hardos. Like, I do. I do. I do. I do. I have a soft spot for Hardos, Meatheads. You know, hardcore teaching, like, you know, learning from mistakes, like, and he's preaching that. I feel like he's pushing all the right buttons, pulling all the right levers, oh, and he's saying all the right things, that right? Good lever talk. Yeah. That's right. I thought I'd incorporate some Red Sox humor into this. Does anybody pull a lever at a slot machine anymore? <laughs> Doesn't everybody just press the buttons now? No, no, I actually saw a video of the, of these, all like, all these gray hair, blue hair, like, you know, grandmas, like, you know, at some casino, and they were just... Oh, they must That's have all been. They do. They oh, just, they must have been doing the uh, the uh, uh, a slot tournament. Yeah, They're I trying think to that's hit the what button. That's what it is. They, they Whenever just, it's a slot tournament, all they do is sit there and hit the button like a million times. I don't know why they find that joke, but no, I, dude, 
I will take. I will say this. Um, I'm warming up to him. Um, Good. I mean, I don't know where were you were at with him. Oh, I, mean, I I thought he was unfairly maligned last year, considering it was. Oh yeah, the season's going to start. Hey, you're the guy now. Huh? Like how? How do you the with what club this team over the head so early last year? It became well, Missoula's not ready. Missoula's not this. Well, yeah, he had no. We can see the difference for Joe Missoula this year in terms of having an off season to prepare and the way he, to your point, is whole pulling the levers, pushing the buttons, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, like that yeah. is that is such. A great line that we heard on the sense of entitlement. Because, and then he mentioned, yeah, we sucked in the first quarter. Because he could have come out and said, yeah, we're smelling our own farts. We think we're better than we are. And instead, he had to say it without being insulting. I do think it's so entitlement is the same type of word as like uh, that I hear a lot of coaches use is complacency. Mm-hmm. You just get, hey, it's just like you just, you figure you can just show up. And just you know, the other team is just going to be so intimidated and nervous of you that they're just they're they're not going to try. We're as hard. great. All yeah. we have to do is yeah, show, show up, up and try. you know, and just try a little bit. Where how did Belichick not let that set in with you guys? Is it just the whole keeping everyone on edge? Because I mean, even when you got there, they'd won the year before. You get there your first year, you win it. You're about to go back to back. How did that team not sort of start to get full of themselves? Well, I think part of it is the message that the coach constantly has to create new messages, new ways of, I don't know, proving that he's right. Mm -hmm. So there was lots of videos that we would see of guys thinking that they had all the answers, right? Guys massively failing, teams failing when they had a lead and they just became complacent or entitled, even though they had a full quarter left to play. So there was lots of that. That's what I think is key. And with uh, Missoula, it's the same thing. You have to constantly, because the season is so long, they will just naturally want to be done. Mm-hmm. Right? You're just like, all right, can we be done with the regular season? So that, to me, is important. Um, and, and you heard, um, I think the other part is like Jason Tatum. Hey, when teams come in here, they are going to give you their best. They play the Indiana Pacers again. For like the fifth time this season, it it's feels ridiculous. Yeah, it like feels enough a much. with the yeah. Pacers already. It feels a little much. So, but I think a team like the Pelicans are teams that don't show up here that often. Like they are literally taking it as a challenge, and they are going to give you their best. Now it's up to you to kind of shut them up. And a big part of that was uh, D White. Like with six minutes left in the game, started hitting shots. Tatum taking over. How about this? D White one of nine in the first three quarters. Five of five yeah. in the fourth. With threes, uh, guy ended up having like a a, a, a thirteen point quarter. Or yeah, his because uh, he had been struggling as of late. And he hit that three pointer. You could see him like he lifted his heads up. He's like looking to the heavens. He's like, oh, thank you, Jesus! Finally made a shot. Um, so that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, you mentioned Zion Williamson. I hate to like make this about him, but man, that guy's such a bull. I well, mean, he is just like he, now every. I feel like everything was going in for him too, oh, even after it, contact. It, it was nuts. It was, but he is so up and down and helter skelter. You no, just yeah. don't know what you're getting out of that guy. Like that is one of the things I've really come to appreciate about Jason Tatum, is that he has found a way to play at a superstar level almost every night. And I know he's a little older than Zion and immaturity and things like that. 
But, I, like, you never know what you're getting with Williamson. It's a roller coaster ride. Whereas when you really think of the elite superstar in the NBA, you kind of have almost like a bare minimum as to what they're going to give you night in and night uh, What out. I thought was interesting because uh, Zion was, like, he likes to live in the paint and do the jump stop thing and, and all that stuff. But he gets in there and he's so freaking strong. And then uh, he was, a couple times he was covering, uh, you know, Jason Tatum. And then he just flew by him it was so it was interesting to like kind of compare and contrast the two styles and Zion Williamson is a really good player if he's healthy and consistently out there which he hasn't been able to do and I thought that Jason Tatum just was so obviously better and more explosive and more dangerous just just getting to the rim Forget about his yeah. outside game. Just getting to the rim because they both do it. They each do it differently. Very differently. And, and Tatum, was so, he just gets there so much faster, and he just knows what he's doing, and he flew by Zion Williamson a couple times. He was like putting his hand out there I trying wonder, to stop him. I wonder how Zion would do on a team like a Boston, meaning like you've got other people around you. Because when I look at Zion, it's like, oh, it's kind of got to be all around him or through him. But if you dropped him on a good team, what would a guy like Zion Williamson become? Give you me know? a good team. Give me give me uh, Milwaukee, um, OKC, a team in the West, Minnesota. Well, yeah, I was going to say, say you put him on uh, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Ooh. you know, Boston, somewhere like that. What about Miami? Kind of how does he – well, that's the thing. Like, how, do, how would he kind of fit in? I feel like – Zion can be an elite player if he's kind of the first option and can sort of lead the way through everything. I don't know. I don't really it think is about interesting. it that much. No, I don't. It was just he's got just the, the great contrast name and the is, number one pick and all that. I know, and it's blowing like, out his shoes. Well, and, and, and the, nothing but hope. And, and listen, I, I really wish Danny Ainge had just taken Jason Tatum number one overall. Like it's amazing that they slid down two spots and still got Tatum, who was the best player in that draft. But. You know, I mean, to have the number one pick attached to Jason Tatum, given the way he's played, grown, worked on his body, become really right now, Jason Tatum is Boston's superstar in many ways. It's him and Marshand at this point. Patriots really don't have anybody that stands out. Nope. You know, and uh, the Red Sox, please. They, they're letting, they still don't. Oh, they're letting people go to uh, Toronto yeah. as uh, Justin Turner will uh, now make the uh, another one that got away the pilgrimage northward uh we're gonna get into uh ah, God. Listen, here I the have reason, a hold on I have a problem the and recency I, bias yeah. is just unbelievable no, I, I I I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this because I don't really know if it's worth it in a way and I don't know if I want to play along but after uh so you're uh, taking the cheese is that what uh, you're you know what I you're eating I have all the cheese I have decided to play along you and Sean and I would like your help okay because I feel like this is a group thing and I because I think I'm like like in imagination land and the recent and it's called the imagination land recency bowl yeah <laughs> this is uh pretty amazing the narrative that is uh that is out there surrounding not only the quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, but our uh, Tom Brady. Uh, word is that Brady is digging in on being a color analyst, even to the point to where he is making some adjustments in his business life. We will hear from Mac Jones, his quarterback coach, on uh, that meltdown. Uh, Gerard Mayo's slow coordinator search. Guess where Gerard Mayo is not this week? At uh, the Senior Bowl. Because he's still farting around trying to put together a staff. I'd like to think that... 
if it's collaboration, I would love to have the head coach who is leading the collaboration nation uh, to make it to the Senior Bowl maybe at some point. Tom Curran will be with us at noon. We got some lighter side of sports for you. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now more gresham fourier on weei and streaming everywhere on the odyssey app twitch chat is on fire today good morning to the twitchers twitch.tv slash boston weei or go to youtube type in weei click right on the live stream there you go Texters at 37937. Tom Kern with us at noon today. All right. I am curious. Am I the only one that is kind of noticing this? Am I the only one that is constantly no, noticing God just no. how? And, and and again, it 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 to me, it's a trap. In a way, it's a trap, isn't it? Right? Like, hey, uh, it's like it's like the national media. Who did nothing but bitch, complain, and rip Tom Brady, rip Bill Belichick over and over and over again, dismiss their accomplishments, dismiss like everything that they did together, find reasons why they shouldn't be considered great, find reasons just over and over again. It's a trap. I do feel like, but I am gonna I am gonna engage this one time. All right. I'm gonna do it. I want you to come with me. And I'm I, and I'm curious, like, you know, why? 
is it just a real simple why? Is this like the is this is Patrick Mahomes now the the best looking girl at the prom right now? Like Brady left, right? Well, Brady left. He went to college. Right now, yeah. Right now, That's yeah. It. But uh, but people, uh, especially. <sighs> Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say this the right way because we're we're gonna play audio from people that I seriously, if they, they were on fire, I'd drive by them. I mean, I hate to be mean, but like you know, Colin Cowturd, what's he do? I mean, honest to God, he gets on his hind legs and barks every day so that somebody notices. So that's why he says stuff like this about Brady and Patrick Mahomes. I don't think we've ever seen anything like this. Peyton Manning, as good as he was, was a teeth clencher. Elway had some really bad big games. Brady was mostly an early game manager. I can say it now. <laughs> Mahomes is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. I can say it, and I've watched Marino and Elway. You know I love Brady. Now, Brady's more productive. But what we're watching here is a player that against the best defenses, in the highest leverage moments, the biggest audience, the most pressure, best defenses, is significantly better. Not better. Significantly better than he is in the regular season, his playoff numbers, they don't make sense. It would be like Derek Jeter was a 300 hitter hitting 370 in the postseason. It's like, wait, time out. What, what are we doing here? Juxtapose watching <sighs> Lamar and him. And I'm like, if Lamar's number two in the league, the gap between those two is the Grand Canyon. Um. Okay, I'm with you with, uh, I, I feel like, and again, I said I would play along. I'm only going to do it this once because I, I, it is, it is, it is, it's just the same people. It's just weird. And, and, and maybe take it as a sign of respect, but may, and you know, you know, craft always used to say jealousy and envy have no cure. Ooh, jealousy no cure and envy for, has no cure. Yeah. There's no cure. Spite malice. Yeah, yeah. Spite malice. I prefer spite and malice yeah, uh, and because yeah. this is what, it, this is what happens. Gresh, right? Uh, because the same, this same person who was you know, doing the same barking, still looking for clicks, I guarantee you, said the exact same thing about Brady for years and years and years over a longer period of time, and it was harder for Brady to, I guess, cross over, right? Because it it took Brady five Super Bowl wins to be considered better than Montana. Really six. And then he went down and doubled it down like we talked about and he beat Mahomes and he beat Aaron Rodgers and he beat Drew Brees. And oh yeah, you remember that whole undefeated season where they lost against the Giants? Mm -hmm. It is like uncanny how quickly and how easily his reputation, his accomplishments have literally just been like they never happened. Well, you know, um, if this is supposedly the greatest quarterback that ever lived in uh, Patrick Mahomes, then how do you put into context the AFC championship game when they went head-to-head and then Brady went to the NFC and still beat the guy in the Super Bowl? Like, that's the part of this where it's like, you know, we say that wins in the regular season, okay, they matter, but they're not the end-all, be-all. It's really how do you perform in the postseason? And we have even noted that in the first five years, Tom Brady was much more of a game manager, and it was, he was coached in a way, as we talked about in our 03 look back. You know, Charlie Weiss came on and said, yeah, there were days where the head coach said, don't take risks, so I had to call the offense or I didn't take risks. And it kind of hurt Brady's numbers a little bit. And then we saw what the guy became. What really gets me about just carnival barker, asshats, 
Let me scream from the mountaintop to try to get a couple of clicks because the guy is. I, I mean, just. But let me let me, me ask you a question. But let me, okay, here's go. the thing. In the moment, <laughs> it is wow. Look at Tom Brady. At 45 years old, he played MVP level football. That's the part that gets me. And people are like, well, you know, he's Tom Brady. Of course, at 45, he did that. What are you effing kidding me? And if you were going to be real, Christian, there is a chunk of people around here that if they were being honest about themselves, when Brady left, it was, yup, he's old. He's 42. I get it. I understand. And Brady proved all of us wrong. And now you have asshats like this. Again, let me get on my hind legs and bark so that somebody will notice what I'm doing. Okay, so there's your stupid slant on the I'll give you that. Colin Coward. Okay, I'll give him the asshat award, okay? But what about a respected, well-known, accomplished former player who I was in the meetings with this guy, London Fletcher, who played a long time, and I cannot tell you how often um, Bill Belichick praised London Fletcher. I remember this. Okay, like could not stop praising him more. Long-ass career. He's on a show that I did a couple times, uh, Monday Quarterback for CBS Sports Network, and he was on there, and of course, yesterday they asked him the same question. And let me see if you we would call him an asset with his his with his answer. What you get when you look at Patrick Mahomes is, as I said, the best quarterback in NFL history, and he's doing it at such a young age. And what he was able That's to do—that's it. Against- I don't need anymore. That's it. He actually decided to go there. London Fletcher, who's played against I Brady. Mean, good now, Lord. do you give him a pass, or no. is he speaking the truth? Idiot. No, no, no. I, yes, I know. Another An idiot. idiot. Another idiot. I'm Another with you. One. Like, this just... Uh, 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 London Fletcher played until he's 38 years old. You would think, instead of the whole, well, look at what Patrick Mahomes has done so early on, that there'd be a little bit of a memory that, you know, the guy who walked away now in Tom Brady, London Fletcher legged it out to 38. Tom Brady played MVP-level football at 45. What are we talking about here? I think it is so – just it's recency bias. It's victims of the moment. But the thing that stands out with me the most – okay, let me see if I can bring you back. Uh, a- answer me this. Hey, riddle me this. Why was there so much hatred and resistance – with Brady, with all his accomplishments, and Pat, and for some reason, Patrick Mahomes receives none of that. He receives none of it. Zero. It's almost, let's fast track him instead of like, usually they would stick an anchor on Brady because they did not want him or his accomplishments to keep going. And Answer he me that. stuck it to everybody. Yeah, and he put, so why? Well, there's two things. The Chiefs are likable. The Patriots in the heyday were not. Which 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 era of Patriots? Because it's it's there's so many of them. Oh, there's so many. It's so I long. Would, oh, I would say distinguished. I would say from 07 on. Okay. When, so the when second was, dynasty. When it was the perfect season. Oh, okay. That to me is where it really started to go to the next level. And look, there are people across the country, and having done national radio forever, you know, you'll get the well, hey, that, that Bill Belichick, he don't say nice things in a press conference, and I, he's a traitor. Yeah, you, know, you get those people across the country where there was spy, there was Spygate, there was Deflategate, and they kept winning and just kept pegging everybody the finger. Yeah, that true. That was the other part of it, is that when you go to, what, an AFC championship game, what was it, from 11 to... 
2011 to 2018 or something like that. You know, people get sick of it after a while. Here's what's interesting on the juxtaposition of Andy Reid to Tom Brady versus uh, or, uh, Andy Reid and Bill Belichick and then Brady and Mahomes. There used to be the thing with Joe Montana where it was inverted in a way, where it was, oh, look at the coach that he had. He had Bill Walsh, one of the greatest of all time, and then people would be like, well, you know, the guy was really good in Super Bowls, yada, yada, but there's always that connection there. With Reed and Mahomes, it's as if Andy Reed is just some country fried rube, and he's and 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 the, the Pat Mahomes is just kind of out there doing it all by himself, whereas there are those who will want to give Brady demerits because, by God, he played for the greatest coach ever. You know what I mean? So the, I, I don't hear any of the, well, you know, Brady and Belichick and da-da-da. They're always almost like married together. Whereas the Patrick Mahomes, it's like, oh, no, no, no. He walks on water and everybody else just kind of, you know, hopes they don't drown around him type thing. I, what, what was the word that they used to use for Brady and just all their success? Oh, yeah, Brady fatigue, Patriot fatigue. That's, that's what it was. That's yes. what it was. Because even, even, even with the whole, it's like, let me choose a phrase to diminish what he, oh, you know what? Brady was productive. Mm-hmm. He was very productive. And and it, and it makes me oh uh, look at look what look what uh, wait, let me give you this one more and we'll go to some calls real all quick right. okay let me go to the last one because what first take did okay and this is your favorite player of all time your favorite analyst of all time oh, Shannon Sharp uh, Shannon Sharp okay yeah. they kind of flipped hey, at least it a little he was bit. a player unlike Calton yeah okay so they flipped it a little bit because uh, Molly uh, is it Molly Molly Car- Molly Caram Molly Caram okay she kind of took a different little approach and she asked a question basically. You know, hey guys, who would you take one game, winner take all? Who would be the one guy you would want? Here's Shannon Sharp's answer. Would you rather have Brady or Mahomes for a one game win or go home situation? I'm taking my homeboy because he can do everything Brady can do and more. We're talking about the first seven seasons. The guy has 70 touchdowns in front of Brady and almost 7,000 yards from where Brady was at the same point in their careers. Give me Pat Mahomes, boy. Let me be very enough. clear right now. I mean, the answer to this question is Patrick Mahomes. Perfect. So, so the, Sorry so about that, Nick. So it's all about the numbers for so those the, guys so the second, in terms of, of – uh, in, in terms of – so, uh, so hold on real quick. So, so I the guess, second voice was Stephen A. Smith, so yeah, they both yeah. take him. Go ahead. I guess uh, Drew Brees then must be the most prolific passer in the history of the NFL. It's, it's so stupid. It's like, and even like, so it's, you mentioned the, it's all about the stats and the numbers and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, because Mahomes can do everything Brady can do and then throw off balance and uh, throw behind himself and throw a back shoulder. And, and he can, like, all these things. So you're telling me the only difference is that Patrick Mahomes could scramble around forever. Well, I would say this. They handle Patrick Mahomes differently because he can scramble. So they'll rush three guys. They'll spy with one. And he has all this time to run around. They don't blitz him. They don't attack him. They don't force him to be a man and have courage and stand there and then force the throw in with accuracy and timing and trust. It's, it's insane. It is. It is insane. And and a lot of the guys like Shannon Sharp will look at the head-to-head and they just throw that out because it's just an easier way. Well, like, uh, uh, again, you know, there's a couple of factors with Mahomes. Number one, the league is different. Number two, we are playing more games now. So it hasn't been a long time, but there is a little bit of that. And number three, Patrick Mahomes landed on a playoff team. I mean, let's be real about it. Like, Tom Brady was drafted to a team 
that was a five-win team. Now, no, he was there. He was there for the twenty season, so that would have been Bill's first year. So he was brought in coming off of eight and eight with Belichick coming in. So it's a little different in terms of the teams that you're you're kind of drafted to. And I would dare say, and I would think that you know, Christian, you are the head of tight end nation, and you got a guy like Shannon Sharp, who I would dare say. That if he were sitting here and I questioned the defenses he played against, he would talk about how much tougher they were, how the league was different, and why those numbers that he put up should be looked at a little different contextually than other tight ends of the modern era. But when we're talking about Brady and Mahomes, let's just bow down because Mahomes has more passing yards. Yeah, and I'm with you. And that's why Brady is the most interesting man in the world because I would even say even when, even in the first half of Brady's career, even though Manning... In the first half of his career, even though Manning wasn't nearly as productive, successful, couldn't win a Super Bowl, couldn't beat Brady head-to-head, um, he was still regarded as a better quarterback, even though Brady was literally beating him and winning and making the plays that mattered at the most important time. And then if, then you fast-forward to the second half, it was Aaron Rodgers, who wasn't as accomplished, couldn't do as much, and still they considered him better than Brady. Yet, here we are again, proving them wrong. It just is amazing to me, like this weird, I guess, resistance to just, you know, acknowledge the greatness and keep it where it's at because he Mahomes is going to have to play another 12 years. Willie, does he have a chance to do yeah. it? Sure he does, of at course. Crazy, crazy high level. Yeah. That's the other thing. Is this guy going to be 40 years old, still throwing 35 touchdown passes and 10 interceptions or less? That's the crazy part about all of this. And this is very much in the moment. This is very much the, okay, how can we find a way to, you know, look at this, Stephen A. on Lamar. It was a choke job. You know, it's really funny about how the Nationals treat Lamar Jackson. Did you see how hard it was for those guys on like ESPN some of these, you know, people that we've sort of heard from here. The or Ryan whatever, Clarks of the world. But how painful it was for them to have to actually say Lamar Jackson sucked in the <laughs> AFC title game. <laughs> no. Like, it killed it does, They them. don't want to say it out loud. Whereas it feels like if Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers slipped on a banana peel, those guys would be all the first ones to be piling on. But when it's Lamar Jackson, well, we got to take half. Like Back even, here. even we got to put some stuff in the context. Even the uh, even the Brady Super Bowl against uh, Philly when he threw for like I don't know, it felt like a five hundred yards. But the last series when they got the ball back, right to go try and like win the game, his arm gets hit and he, it's an incomplete or got intercepted, and they blame him for that. The loss, <laughs> it's amazing. I if I'm Tom Brady, all I do is send the first take the final 15 minutes of the Atlanta Super Bowl and then a picture with that ring right on my dong <laughs> and say, here you go. There you go. There's what I think of your takes. There's where the other – there's where my sixth ring went. Where are yours, idiots? Well, Bite me. Well, he, he's but Brady's in, too nice to do that, though, because Tom Brady's going to be an analyst now. Well, he's in that world now. Uh, he he's is. in that world. Yeah, it is It is rather uh, infuriating, to say the, the least. Um, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Uh, Mark in Medford is uh, kind of with me on all this. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, let's just call it what it is, guys. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan, but let's face it: this whole country would have respected and liked the Patriots more 
for what they did over the last 20 years in that dynasty and winning six Super Bowls, but they got caught cheating not once, but twice. And a lot of people feel there should be an asterisk next to those championships and whatnot, and they didn't deserve them, and they were phony. Let's just call it what it is. That's why the Patriots are disliked. That's why they're hated, Mark. And I'm, I, I think there's a big, big, big part of it. And even, you know, even as much as a couple of years ago, there would be people who would be making the jokes about, oh, what about that Brady ball pressure? And here's what I say to people who made a big deal about the Flate Gate. Did you watch a football game this year and wonder, oh, I wonder what the PSI is in that football? Is it really such a massive advantage that if that football was at 12.4 PSI, not 12.5, 12.4, what would that make a big difference in da-da-da? Remember the NFL, Christian, also said coming out of all this, well, this will be something that we study. This will be something that we, we're going to study and we're going to keep track, right? Oh, but didn't they do that with the Patriots and Chief game this year with the kicking balls? Hang on. But, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're, we're, yeah, I lost my train of thought, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Nick. Um, <laughs> uh, word is Tom Brady is ready to be a color analyst. Is anybody excited or curious? Are you excited for Tom Brady? I am, but it's what uh, it. The question is, I think, will people accept him? That to me is the biggest question mark. I don't know why they wouldn't. We'll get to all this next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Now, more Crash and Fourier on WEEI. I hate that we've gone into our just like everybody else mode with the Patriots now. We'll get to everything with Gerard Mayo and all that kind of stuff. I just saw a freaking thing on uh, huh. the TV, like on the bottom. Are the Chiefs a dynasty even if they don't win Super Bowl 58? What? How? Seriously, like this is what we were just talking about. How far are we going to move the goalposts for the goddamn Kansas City Chiefs? I, it's amazing. You're right. You're right. There's just how how closer can we move the goalposts? That's really, that is, That's yeah. the reality of it. I mean, the Patriots had three different dynasties or two yeah. if you just say, well, you got to win to be able to have a dynasty. Like, it's just amazing to me. The, hey, here's the narrative that we want to happen. So how can we find a way to, because I would guarantee, dollars to donuts, 
if Brock Purdy outplays Patrick Mahomes or they both play well and the Niners win, it'll be wow. We'll add all kinds of context to the performance of Patrick Mahomes. But Brock Purdy, he's nothing more than the last guy in the draft. So aggravating. It's the system for Brock Purdy. It, 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 uh, hey, there, for all we know, Brock Purdy is, could be the next Tom listen, Brady. There hey. is some of that. Or Brock Purdy could uh, be the next Jake Del Homie and out of there in a couple of years, and Mac Jones is out yep, there. Yep. Uh, by the way, the ratings numbers are in, and the NFC Championship game had more people than the AFC title game. So, scriptwriter, how's that happen? <laughs> Uh, the CBS AFC title game did 55.47 million. NFC title game did about 56 and a half. Again, some things you just, uh, you, you know, you, you you can't script. You just have to kind of step aside and you let the mm. actors freelance. Oh, okay. It's like, you, you know, it's like an impromptu session. It's I got like, it. uh, you know, interpretive music, interpretive dance. Because why would the NFL go through all of this? Hey, it's if working. If the game with Taylor Swift is not more watched. It'll probably be the highest rated Super Bowl in the history of Super Bowls. Oh, yeah. There are some who think that we're looking at 150 million yep. people. And then maybe they will That's be insane. tracking Taylor Swift's jet like most kids do Santa sleigh I was say, with NORAD. Yeah, NORAD, NORAD will be, will be tracking her plane. No, no, no question. Ah, it's going to be awesome. I, can, I uh, can't wait. I can only imagine uh, what that whole thing is uh, going to be like. So I know that you and I, in talking about Tom Brady, and we just went nuts. Everybody wants to make Patrick Mahomes as good as him. Tom Brady has signed on for um, hundreds of millions of dollars with Fox to go into the booth next year and be the number one color analyst on their football uh, presentations. And uh, apparently Brady has now taken his TV12 brand and another business of his and he is going to merge with the guy who runs No Bull, I yes. do believe. Yes. So a lot of the Brady companies, let's call it, you know, it'll be a little less hands-on for Tom. He's going to you know, be all over the place and traveling, and who knows what exactly he's going to do for Fox, right? And apparently Brady has been hunkering down to be good on this to the point to where Terry Bradshaw and Julian Edelman on a podcast out there Games somewhere. Games with names, whatever. Oh, there we is, go. Yeah. Uh, he, they were uh, talking about Brady to the booth. I was not a student of the game. Yeah. There wasn't that much back then, nothing like now. So Tom, Tom will learn all of this in time if he puts the time in. He will. And he will. And the more comfortably. And America's got to like him. Yeah. They're going to love him, number one, just because he's Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, everybody is waiting, 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 and that's a lot of pressure on him, but who can handle it better than Brady? This is what my dad said. Pressure is either make diamonds or bust your pipes. Which yeah. one's it going to be? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's watching. I'm sure he's observing. <laughs> that last part I forgot he's about. So he's such a hard-o scale. Can we bring back the Julian Edelman hard-o scale? Oh, I think he just broke more, his own scale. It's more the cringe scale now. Oh, so you're it? right. It is a little cringe-worthy. Oh. But the thing that stood out to me. Pressure is either make diamonds or bust your pipes. Oh, Which yeah. one's it going to be? He's sitting, yeah. there, sitting there with the taco meat hanging out of that shirt. He just too. won't shave his oh, chest. He won't God. do it. I, I, I credit him for just owning the hairiness. But what I disagree with. Is what Terry Bradshaw said. And that everybody's going to love him? That everyone's going to love him. I don't think so at all. Really? Nope. I think the love affair right now is Greg Olson 
the accolades and the and the praise is going to Greg Olson, former tight end, by the way, who is the number one chair for for Fox. And everyone, no one can stop praising him. And he's likable and he's lovable and he doesn't have the the, the history that Brady has. I think it'll be a solid number two. I think most people are going into this situation with Brady. Um, different than Romo, who came on crazy and you know predicting plays, and then it kind of died out, and then it just became stupid. Now I don't I think most people can't stand Tony Romo. Brady, on the other hand, is already replacing somebody that everybody loves and everybody universally agrees that is really, really good. It's going to be tough for him. I don't think so at all. I think so. Listen, Greg Olson. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be hard for him. Greg I Olson, think they're going to be resistant to it. Greg Olson is a nice broadcaster. He's good at the role. But come on now. It's Tom Brady we're talking about. We just about. did a whole 20-minute segment about the resistance and the diminishing of the records. And You think they're going to open, open arms, accept him as, like, great? Like not yeah. a chance because I no, think he's not going because I think he's going to be really good at this. He's putting in Brady has been putting in a lot of work. Brady's going to understand how to present information, and here's the thing that is what will make Tom Brady interesting as a color analyst is the same reason why we want Bill Belichick to go to TV. That you'll explain it from the inside out because there are really only a small handful of people on earth who really have context and understand the depth of knowledge that both Bill Belichick and Tom Brady has. And to hear Tom Brady break down plays and through another quarterback's eyes, that's fascinating to me. Again, I'm not disrespecting tight ends overall. Greg Olson does a nice job. But Tom Brady has the ability, like a Romo, like when Romo's on it and he's calling out plays, or like in that AFC title game or whatever it was in the battle between Kansas City and Buffalo. I thought it was great. He was calling it out left and right and was really good. I think Brady is going to be that way I too. Think just like any uh, film critic who is critiquing a movie from like a Martin Scorsese or something like that, right? you're already going in with this is going to be the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. This guy's a stud. You're going to assume the same thing with Brady. And when he lets you down because he's not polished, he hasn't done it. Now he can do as many practice games as as he can. Doing it live is totally different. And you know be, that he will be better than I'm Romo. Just saying, I'm just saying. Automatically, you're assuming that people are just going to accept him. I'm saying yeah. they're going to be resistant. He's going to have to win him over. Greg Olson again. He's a nice name, and he's a good player, and he's a good broadcaster. He's a great but player it's not, and a great broadcaster. But I don't. But I don't think it's going to be slow singing and flower bringing for the rest of America to be. Where's my Greg Olson? Hell, there are people who think my guy Kevin Burkhart isn't worthy enough to be beside Tom Brady I in the booth. I can't believe that you think you're gonna like that. They're just gonna receive him and just like just take every, like just accept it. I think that he's gonna have to massively win them over. When, he's gonna have to do. It's gonna be tough for him to win when them over. We and and Chicken Nick mark this because when we go back after the first weekend of the yeah. NFL season and we break down Brady. I think you are going to be blown away by how good I'm not saying that he's not going to be good at no, it. No, but I'm, I'm saying, saying that he's, he's going, going to, to have to win them than, over. He's going to be better than Romo right away, and people will quickly forget about Greg Olson. Again, it's Tom Brady. Plus, he's beautiful. 
There's one thing Greg he Olson doesn't have is those I looks. No, he's got he's def- he's got a, a a certain you know charm to him that makes him better looking, mm. and a lot of confidence, which I think is more oh, more important. That's, that's it's like what sex it is. appeal, yeah, right? I'd rather someone who has a lot of sex appeal than looks. I if I'm gonna it. have both, I'm an I'm an I'm, I'm a happy well, man. Well, doesn't Brady check all those boxes? He does. He does, and there's a lot of other boxes that he checks. Well, and he, and if Taylor <laughs> Swift is still around as well. <laughs> if Taylor Swift is still around as well, we're going to have the ultimate convergence yeah. of celebrity. The key is like, who is Brady going to date? And then will we see them in the booth? Oh, now we now we need to find like a 40-year-old, really good-looking divorcee 40. or something I don't know. like it that. Seems a little too old for him. You right? better go you into the going into I would the... say he was not touching anyone in his 20s. They're going to have to be 30 with some sort of, you know, resemblance to life experience that is, you know, tangible and important, right? Or, or just a hot Instagram account. And there's that. There is that, too. And there's that. Uh, uh, the Inside the Fall of Mac Jones. There was a big old piece in Mass Live about all of this. And Tom Curran talked to Mac's quarterback coach. Uh, we will listen to some of that and start to peel apart Mac and his future next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified. Empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota. Let's go places.